0: hey hey everyone megan shudark here coming to you for my first podcast of 2022. I'm super excited to be back at recording my podcast. I got real big into doing these, I believe in 2020, and I kind of just drifted off. Um, I don't know about y'all or whoever's listening out there, but 2021 hit a girl hard. Um, I was feeling defeated. I was lost, and so I took a long year to myself to really find myself, do some soul searching and now i'm back in the game so i wanted to come and start my first um year i guess you could say as my phoenix rising getting back to the things that i love to do and recording my first podcast of 2022 so I wanted to kick off and talk about sticking with it. Um, so if you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, any of those things, you may have just saw that I celebrated my five-year anniversary with my company. I've been in network marketing over a little over 14 years, but I've been with my current company over five years. I just got my five-year um, anniversary in January, and I kind of want to talk about sticking with it. A lot of people get in. Involved in network marketing, and they company hop, they mentor hop, they industry hop, and they just don't stick with it. And I want to talk to y'all about sticking with it and how I was able to stick with it and how I'm able to stay five years at the same company, same products, same compensation plan, same mentor, same CEO, same everything. Um, so first of all, how to make it five years in the same company and remain successful so number one you have to have faith first you have to have faith in your products Um, I hear so many people and I see so many people uh, getting into this industry and they're looking for something free that they don't have to have products that they don't have to buy products they are looking for an easy ticket in and if that offends you that hurts your feelings it means it's the truth. Um I met I listened to one of my favorite, favorite coaches, Todd Falcone. Um, probably about six, seven years ago now, I was at a conference and I was not with my current company. I had no idea who he was and I heard him speak and I went home and I was like, Ugh, I do not like that guy. He was just rude. Um, and then I started doing some more searching, some more mind development and uh, things like that. And I realized the reason why I thought he was rude or the we- reason why I took him as offensive was because what he was saying was the truth. Truth. It was hitting me to my core and I took it as offensive, right? So if this hurt your feelings, this might be hitting your cord. So anyways, I see so many people out there looking for something free They don't have to buy products. They don't have to use the products. They don't have to have products um, and the main thing that has kept me successful are my personal results with the products i have faith in every single one of the products that my company has to offer i've used every single product my company has to offer our company has over a hundred products so yeah i've bought over a hundred Products some of them. I've gotten free through promotion. Some of them. I've gotten three free through loyalty rewards Whatever, but I have used every single product and the reason for this is because when somebody comes to me and they say hey I have XYZ do you have a solution for me? I want to be able to say confidently, yes, I do. And here's why. I used XYZ product and it helped me with your issue. If you have a personal story to, to, to share, to promote the, your products, you will be successful. It's all about sharing a story, sharing a solution. It doesn't matter if you're selling $5 jewelry, you're selling uh, lipstick, you're selling. Um, skincare, you're selling. Health and wellness, you're selling a product. You're selling a e, you know, a virtual product. If you have a personal story and you have a story to share that is a solution to somebody looking for a solution to their problem, you will be successful. So you have to first have faith in your products. You have to know your products work. I was with some companies where I didn't have, I hadn't tried all the products. I haven't even used the products and I was out there trying to sell it and I wasn't successful. And I kept asking myself, why can I not be successful like all these other people? It was because I wasn't using the products. So I couldn't confidently say, Oh yeah, the products work. I couldn't confidently share a solution. If I didn't truly know it works, you have to have faith in your products. The next thing you have to have faith in your company. You have to have faith in your company. Um, there's far too many people out there who don't have faith in their company. They love their products. They love everything, but they have some sketchiness in their company, which I totally get. I was part of a company for six months that everybody told me, don't join. It's going to crash and burn. There's so many lawsuits pending, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to these people. They don't know what they're talking about. Literally six months in, that company crashed and burned from lawsuits. So seriously, you have to have faith in your company. The number one reason I had faith in my company was when I joined five years ago, We were a ground floor company and let me tell you something about ground floor. Um, Too many people, far too many people toss this word around in the industry and they don't really understand what ground floor means. When I say ground floor, I'm talking... Our CEO was shipping products out of his garage Um, we had one customer service rep that was only available via Skype for leaders Um, we had no corporate staff we had no warehouse department we had no anything it was literally ground floor and I um, went to the first convention I met the CEO, I'd already known his wife, who's my mentor and who I joined uh, my upline. And so I went to the first convention and I met the CEO and I said, hey, I have one question what is your vision for this company and he said i want this company to be a household name i want it to be a one-stop shop where you can go online to our website and get anything that you need for your household whether it be clothes makeup health and wellness home goods beauty skincare, hair care pet care whatever it is you're looking for a one-stop shop Five years later, we are nearly there. We have a lot of products. Like I said, over a hundred products, eight different brands, which are in eight completely different uh, niches and industries within network marketing. So that is literally what sold me and what has given me faith in my company the next thing you have to have faith in the industry. Network marketing is such a huge stigma behind it. Um, when I first started in this industry of network marketing, I did not realize how big of a stigma it was. So I was going in a double header. I like to say I started in a double header because the product I was promoting was forbidden. It was taboo. It was a, um, it was a controversial product. It's still controversial. So I had to break the stigma of not only my product, but I also, had to break the stigma of the industry that I was selling that stigmatized product in. So, um, you have to have faith in the industry as a whole. This is a career, this is a profession. If you're working at like a hobby or a side job or option B or just another thing that you're doing, that's what it's going to pay like. That's not having faith in the industry. If you are building a true business and you are building this to really change your life, then you have to have faith in the industry. Meaning you have to have faith in the network marketing industry. You have to know what it's about. You have to know the history. You have to help destigmatize it. Um, Otherwise you won't reach success. Number two, you have to trust the process. You have got, to trust the process Um, being an alpha female type a personality it was so hard to be able to let go of the control and not be able to just have everything the way I want it. You have to trust the process. It is a roller coaster, ups and downs. A lot of people don't talk about this in the industry because it's, again, taboo. It's forbidden. Um, A lot of people don't want to scare people off in the industry, but it is a roller coaster of emotions. It's a roller coaster of income. It's a roller coaster of success. You will have uptimes. You will have downtimes. No matter how long you've been with your company, how highly ranked you are, how much money you're making. Making, you will have ups and downs. So, one of my other favorite mentors, Jordan Adler, wrote the book Beach Money. He talks about this in Beach Money. This was the first book that I had ever written by somebody in the industry that had talked about the roller coaster of the ups the downs the highs the lows because there is everything in between and the highs and the lows a lot of people just talk about the highs they just show you the highs the glitter the sparkle the rainbows but they don't show you the lows so when I read that book that really opened my eyes to this is a roller coaster in this industry and you have to trust the process um, getting over the ground floor headaches so like I said I was in a ground floor company. If you're in a ground floor company, you have to trust the process. And if you truly want to stick with that company, you have to trust the process. Trust the aches, the bump, the bumps in the road, the headaches, everything. I cannot tell you how hard it was to handle so many customers because we grew very 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 quickly it was so difficult to handle so many customers and have one point of contact for customer service Um, shipping was the CEO in his in his garage so it was kind of hard to be like okay let me contact our warehouse department right in a ground floor company you have to wear a lot of hats you have to be customer service you have to be um, customer support you have to be the leader you have to be the mentor you have to be the salesperson you have to be everything Um, so you have to get trust the process in a ground floor headache company right The next thing, your team will leave. You will have people in your team leave. The way you handle it is the way that you will rise to success. Um, Like I said, I've been in this company for five years. I just had my five-year anniversary. And one of the biggest things and the toughest things to overcome and to understand how to trust the process was team leaving. I had dedicated so much time. I had given so much time to to team members and then to watch them walk away a few months later, a few years later, whatever the case may be, is one of the hardest things you can do as a leader in network marketing. But the way you handle it says everything about you as a leader. Um, I cannot tell you the horror stories that I've heard of caddy uplines Um, bashing the people who leave bashing the um, representatives who leave bashing the families of those people like I've seen it get pretty crazy and intense my way of approaching it was bless them release them and wish them the best of luck the reason for that is if you burn a bridge you will never hear from that person again you will never see that person again you can never collaborate with that person again you've burnt the bridge right So one of the things I learned is don't burn a bridge when your team leaves. Five years later, I have people who left in year one that are rejoining me. I had people who left last year who are rejoining me. And the reason for that is because I didn't burn the bridge. I blessed them. I released them. I wished them good luck. I continue to follow them on their journey and stay and connect with them, but I never burned the bridge. And by me doing that, I had people come back to me and say, hey, you know, it's been a few years. I saw you have new products. I want to sign up with you again. So again, never burn bridges. Trust the process. Number three, shiny objects. I cannot tell you again, 14 years in the industry, five years in my current company. I cannot tell you how many companies I have seen come up with all this flashy, shiny marketing Um tactics that will distract you if you truly want to be successful in your company like you are happy where you're at you love your products you love your company you love your compensation plan put on those blinders put on those glasses put on those sunglasses and block those shiny objects I cannot tell you how many new startup companies I've had CEOs message me and offer me sign-on bonuses I've had uh, top leaders offer to pay my enrollment send me money send me on trips I cannot tell you how many messages I've gotten like that of new pop-up companies that have fizzled out just in the five years that I've been with my company this has happened Um, but the thing was I was consistently not focused on shiny objects i never got distracted with shiny objects um i see you know the new the flashy the ground floor for me personally i will never i I, i've firmly planted my flag where i'm at but if something were to happen knock on wood um, if something were to happen and I was having to restart with a new company, I would void ground floor companies like the black plague. And the reason for that was because it was a headache. It was stressful. When I say I put blood, sweat and tears into my success in the five years, those, those blood, sweat and tears were in the first few years, the first few months, the first year of that ground floor. So I would never join a ground floor company. So when I see people throwing out the word ground floor, I'm like, Oh, that is like a red flag for me. Um but I was never distracted by shiny objects and that's not only having the distraction to be able to block the distraction it was remaining faithful in my products my company in this industry Um, I was offered cash sometimes it was cash I needed because again there's ups there's downs there's highs there's lows and it always seemed to come I would always get inboxed inbox of hey I want to offer you a sign-on bonus that I think the biggest sign-on bonus was like hey I'm the CEO of this brand new company in this industry that I uh, have started in five years ago it's a brand new company we have the same products it's a better product um we're gonna offer you two thousand dollars as a sign-on bonus and this was during 2020 when sales had gone down the world was a little crazy nobody knew what was going on and i was like man you know that would be really awesome to have a sign-on bonus somebody wants me that bad to pay me two thousand dollars to switch companies But I remained faithful in my products. I remained faithful in my company. I remained faithful in everything that I had invested. And I put on my blinders and I was like, hey, no thanks. I don't think you have the best products. I don't think that you could find me a mentor like the mentor that I have. So. I remained to have faith. Number four, you got to remember the why. Your why should make you cry. I cannot tell you how many top leaders, top earners everywhere, masterminds on stages, I have heard them say, your why should make you cry. So when I first started, it was basically just to put food on the table to feed my children. I could not feed my children when I started. The day I, I joined my company, I was actually in a food bank line getting food from the food bank to feed my family that night and so it was literally to put food on the table when I first started. Um, and that made me cry, right? Because I was failing as a mother. I was failing as a provider. I was failing as a um, household member to be able to provide food, the basic necessity to keep your child children alive. I was failing to doing so. And that why made me cry, right? So you have to have a story. You have to have a reason why you're doing what you're doing, because on those hard days where you feel like giving up, you feel like quitting, you feel like trading companies, you feel like defeated, you feel like you're not going to make it, you're not going to make it in the industry, you have to have something to remember why you're doing what you're doing. Your why will constantly change. Of course, when I first started it was to put food on the table. I've done that. Um, after I created that stable income, it was to start putting money away to protect my children's future. I've already done that now, so now I have a new why, so your why will always be evolving with you as you grow and as you gain more success, but you have to remember why for those very hard days in this industry where you want to give up and quit number five you want to join a person not a company not the products so this is kind of i know like going back and forth with what i said you still have to have faith in your products you still have to have faith in your company but that's not the only reason why you want to join i have so many people who message me and say hey I'm in the same company as you but I didn't do much research um, I don't know my upline they don't uh, participate they don't train they don't even talk to me my upline doesn't like me um, I have no guidance blah blah, blah 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 right it's because they did not interview the person they were joining so what I always recommend of new people coming into this industry or whether you're you are a veteran in this industry and you are joining a new company don't just interview the company don't just investigate the products don't just investigate the company don't just fine tooth comb the compensation plan the main thing that you should be looking at is who you are joining you have to light that person you need to trust that person you need to get along with that person because if you're going into this as a full-time career and this is going to be your profession you're gonna have to work with that person every day for me I hate having a boss I cannot have a boss like I was just talking to my mom about this the other day I was like Man, if this ever crashes and burns, I guess I'm going to have to drive Uber or do something like that because I cannot work for another person because I hate hate that I hate bosses I hate people um, I know it's the industry we're in we're in a people industry right and I hate people but you have to interview your upline your upline your sponsor the person you're signing up with whatever you call them in your company interview them some things that I knew I was looking for I needed somebody who could motivate me I needed somebody who wouldn't sugarcoat it I needed somebody who was gonna be transparent with me I needed somebody who was going to give me a good kick in the butt every once in a while when I needed it I needed somebody who was gonna give me tough love and tell me what I need to hear and not what I wanted to hear Um, I have one of the toughest mentors in this industry and I can tell you that because I'm in a mastermind with six seven eight-figure earners I've been on stages with six seven eight-figure earners I've met other top leaders and mentors and I can tell you I have one of the toughest mentors ever um, She gives you tough love. She doesn't sugarcoat it. She's very transparent. She's like, hey, I don't know what you're doing It's time to suck it up. Put your big girl paintings on get back to work um, And that is what I needed in a mentor. So you have to find the right person So what I always tell people, okay, you found a product you love great now investigate the company you love the company you trust the company Perfect. Now you have to do your investigating on who you're going to join. For instance, with my company, there's over a hundred thousand reps. There's a, that means there's a hundred thousand people that you can choose to sign up with obviously nobody has time to go through a hundred thousand people so you have to narrow it down find people that you connect with you relate to their story you relate to their why you relate to the training methods that they use you relate to their personality whatever it may be find a handful of people and start interviewing them what do you do for your team what kind of trainings do you offer how do you differ from so and so in the company um These are things that you should be able to ask anybody that you're joining and they should be able to tell you right off the bat because it shouldn't take them time to think about that. If they have to think about it or they say, let me get back to you or something like that, that's a red flag for me. So interview the person you're joining. Find and interview your mentor sponsor upline. Number six, create relationships. Get to know your team. Get to know the people that are joining you. Get to know their stories. If you just see them as a dollar sign in your back office, you're not going to grow successful. You're not going to get anywhere. That's like burning a bridge on day one. You need to get to know the people you are signing up. I can tell you uh, uh, in the five years, I just did the math the other day. In this five years, I've recruited I think it was like 150 people in the five years, right? I can tell you each one of those people's spouses' names. I can tell you if they have kids or they don't have kids. I can tell you where they live. I can tell you what they do, what they did. I can tell you their likes, their dislikes. I can tell you a bit about their personality because I get to know those people In the long term I go into the relationship building it strong knowing that if I build a long-term relationship I'm gonna create loyalty I'm gonna create somebody who's going to stick around through the downs the lows and the tough times and I can say out of 150 people 80 percent retention of the team that i signed up in year one are still with me to this day five years later and the reason for that i truly truly believe is because i built strong foundation in the relationship in the beginning again you are working with these people every day if you are helping them reach their goals you're going to have to work with them. You're going to have to like them. You're going to have to know them. So don't just see them as a dollar sign in your back office where you reach out to them at the end of the month when you're trying to hit a big goal and you're like, "Hey, I need to put your order in." Or, "Hey, um can you email your whole entire team tonight because it's the last night. There's 2 hours before midnight. I need you to get some more volume." Don't be that person. Get to know these people, work with them throughout the entire month, build relationships, um, you know, message them on their anniversaries, their birthdays, their kids' birthdays, holidays. Let them know you appreciate them and don't just see them as a dollar sign or a number and you will go further in this industry. So those are some of my top six tips of how to stick with it and become successful within your own network marketing company and be in it for the long haul. I hope those have helped you. If they have, subscribe, leave me a review, follow me on Facebook or Instagram, Megan Shudark on Facebook, Megan.shoodark on Instagram, and I will see y'all soon. Thanks for listening.